Hey, everybody, this is your host, Sophia Nelson, and we have a great podcast episode for you today on this Self-Care Sunday. So get your journals out, get your coffee, your tea, whatever you drink in the morning, a smoothie, and get your mind in a place to really listen. Um, Nicole Roberts-Jones is one of the best coaches out there for life transformation, and she's going to wax a little spiritual, but very practical and very pragmatic. And I know this podcast is going to bless you. Get ready. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, and welcome to the Be The One You Need podcast. It's my favorite day of the week, and that is Self-Care Sunday. We have a great episode for you today with one of my dearest friends and a renowned uh, author, transformational speaker. She does bankroll your brilliance, uh, Nicole Roberts-Jones is just an amazing woman. And if you don't know who she is, well, get excited because you're about to know who she is. Uh, What I love best about Nicole, among the many things that I do, is that she has a very diverse background uh, in talent management, entrepreneurship, and career and life coaching. Nicole, thanks for joining me today on this Self-Care Sunday. How are you? I'm excited to be here. I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. Well, you know, I've been working through a little bit of crud. Um, You know, folks, if you haven't gotten your vaccine and your booster, this is my opportunity to tell you to do it. Stay safe. Um, I got COVID with the vaccine and while boosted, but that can happen. Um, Thank God that um, when you have that, it saves you from very serious illness and the worst possible scenario. So again, folks, take care of yourself. I'm glad that Omicron is going down the coal and looks like we're going to be able to get rid of the mask at some point soon. Uh, but I still think folks need to be cautious. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So, Nicole, I wanted to get you on today uh, because one of my biggest goals in this new book, Be the One You Need, is really to help people see that self-care is so much deeper and so much bigger than just going to the spa, you know, taking a nap, mm-hmm. uh, taking a walk. Those are good ways to have respite and rest and and reconnect uh, with yourself and get some peace. But I really want to dig into self-care uh, with you in the areas where you have a lot of strengths. And uh, I was looking into your bankroll, your brilliance. And um, I think that a lot of times folks don't understand that self-care has a lot to do with how well you handle your finances, how well you take care of the real you and, and bringing out of you those things that are best about you. And I really want to give you an opportunity to kind of give us like what I call a baby masterclass here. And I'm going to let you run with it. But first of all, I'd love to get your thoughts on what self-care is and how you kind of see it in your own life and practice it. Well, you know, first of all, if we spend 80% of our time at work, We've got to really, I mean, literally five days out of a week, out of seven, y'all. I want y'all to really, really look at that. So for me, it's important that I love what I do, that I'm not in overwhelm. I'm not in regret. I'm not, since a Sunday, you know, getting the Monday blues on Sunday. So I think that is so <laughs> important to just be in a place where you're not, you don't have to look forward to Saturday that or, or Friday even, mm-hmm. that you love every day. That is so important to taking care of yourself. That's good. Um, Folks, that's, as Oprah would say, an aha. Uh, First takeaway from today's conversation is love what you do. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, how do you practice self-care in your own life 
when you're not working? What what things do you do to nurture you, nourish you, take care of you, your relationships, et cetera? Um, so, as you know, I love uh, girlfriend wine time, so I can get plenty of that. <laughs> yes, uh, I've Friday- been there. <laughs> so Friday, Friday, and we won't start because you know that'll be the whole episode. So Friday date night for sure. So my husband and I both travel a lot. So if I'm going to maintain my marriage, listen, I can stay in my office and never come out because I love what I do. And so I have to be mindful that, oh, I'm married. Let me at least at 9 p.m. <laughs> act like, you know. So Friday for sure, we have date night because we travel. And my husband literally loves what he does too. So yeah. it, it just makes sure we connect. And then I, I just need water. So whether I go to a beach at least once a year or sit by a pool, which, as you know, we're building a pool at our house because water wait. is, say it again. I can't wait. <laughs> right. Right. And she's going to bring the wine at the pool. Yes, so then we have wine, girlfriend and wine. pool. That's going to yeah. be good. And then my husband's going to try to be in that, too, because that's how he is. But anyway, the point is, I know that water refreshes me. It's some, I don't know why water just makes me feel connected to God. So that to me, are the of course, a massage. I can say the usual things, but somehow water just renews my soul. You know, um, I think we all agree. And, you know, uh, you've seen the cover of this book and I, it was shot in, in the Bahamas. And I and I, I got to stand on like a cliff of some rocks and overlooking, looking out. You know, when you're talking about 21 life lessons I've learned, taking care of everyone but me yeah. uh, is a powerful. That could have been the title of the book itself. Um, yeah. I think folks would have definitely grabbed that. But, I, you know, when you get to be in your 50s. Um, you reflect back, you begin to look at your life and you want to know what have I accomplished? What have I done? What have I given? What's forward? Uh, what's left? And I think a lot of people, Nicole, during this pandemic mm-hmm. have been isolated. Uh, we know that suicide is up. Depression is up. Uh, relationships have changed. People aren't going back to work. They're changing careers. Tell me how you see the, the pandemic over the last two years and, and how it's changed, how people look at self-care or even acknowledge that they need to practice self-care. Right. Well, first let me say, you know, when we, before COVID happened, it was 2020 y'all, right? And and right before COVID happened, Sophia, I know you heard this, people were talking about 2020 vision. So 2020 was supposed to be this big year of vision. And then COVID happened and people forgot. And I really believe that, listen, I'm a God's girl. So I believe God was intentional. Not I believe I know, because God does everything with great intent. Nothing can happen without his uh, stamp on it. So, you know, and I'm not saying that people die. You know, I want to have a moment of silence for everyone that lost somebody. I'm I'm not talking about that. So don't start sending Sophia mail, because I said something about that. What I am talking about is the pause that we all had in this nation and in our work. I think God wanted us to sit down and look at what is it that you aren't doing. I agree. 100 mm-hmm. spot on Nicole uh I think that this pause great world word is it was worldwide I mean there were pictures literally in more remote places on our globe in in yeah. places where animals were literally coming out and walking in the streets because they didn't see people it was mm-hmm. like but where are the people at they you know normally they would kind of be in their habitat but they right. were walking around like, wait a minute, something's different here. People were shut in. There was that time in March through May where literally the world went inside and of 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, families, uh, you know, I've talked to friends who, uh, one of my dearest friends, two kids at West Point, um, and mm-hmm. one just started. And he talked about how they both had to come home because, you know, everything yeah. shut down. Mm-hmm. He and his wife thought they were going to be empty nesters and, you know, they had all these. <laughs> And the kids come back and then 
uh, one of the people that had been in their wedding, she lost her job and found herself in difficult financial straits. So they said, well, come on, stay with us. We got plenty of room. And right. he talked about how, you know, they're our age, you know, Gen Xers. And he talked about how he was able to spend time with his kids because he travels, he's busy, his mm-hmm. wife is busy. And how he taught him how to do the stuff we used to do as kids, you know, playing a light flash, flash flashlight tag and catching <laughs> fire bugs and, you know, doing all these different things. They got to barbecue. They got to read stories and do the stuff that we had to do as kids because all we had was a television. There was no social media. There was none of this stuff. Right. And there was this deep connection. And he said he will look back on that as one of the most wonderful times in their life. Yeah. Yeah. That they got to reconnect. I can see it with my neighbors here. Uh, some people who you never saw the husband, he was gone all the time or golfing all the time. Mm-hmm. I now see those same men rolling around on the lawn with their kids and, and they're different. It, it changed people. Um, mm, and yeah. I want you to talk about that a little bit. Cause I want to dig into your expertise. I really like this bankroll, your brilliance. And I really love the a work that you do to pull the best out of you. And I want you to mm-hmm. talk about those two things in the context of self-care. Sure. So, so really brilliance is my word for purpose. Cause I feel like purpose is so overused and so it's based off of Matthew 5, 16. I told you I was a Jesus girl. So it's going to be, since it's a Sunday, I'm going to bring a little Jesus okay. in it. So, so, so uh, Matthew 5, 16 says, let your light so shine among men. I always say, and women, that they will see your good work and glorify your father in heaven. So it's my greatest gift back to God to give him a great return on his investment in me is to make sure every person I get to work with that you shine, that you shine in your career, that you shine in your business. And then what happens is when you're shining at 80% of your life, then the other 20 is automatically going to shine. So that's really what I, um, is my benchmark is my goal. But here's the thing that happened for me in COVID. So the thing that wasn't shining is where we lived. Now, Boston is a great phenomenal place, but right before COVID happened, something happened and I didn't realize. Hey folks, we've come to the end of segment one where Nicole is about to share with us a story where she had a real aha moment and she really listened and she paid attention to a conversation that she had with a stranger that would turn out to be a bit life-changing and the point in sharing a conversation like this and relaying an experience like this is to get us to get still to pay attention because sometimes God is speaking to us through other people, through circumstances, through where we are physically, through a different place of geography where we may find ourselves halfway around the world or in another place. Pay attention and listen because sometimes your assignment is going to help you figure out your alignment. Get ready and listen to segment two. with Nicole Roberts-Jones, and she is sharing with us how COVID uh, really changed things for her. Nicole, pick up where we left off in the first segment here. Sure. So um, I was at an event in uh, the DMV area, and literally a woman comes up to me, and she says, where do you live? And I said, Boston. And she looked at me, and she said, I thought you were going to say here. And I said, well, I'm always here. So, and I said, you know, I kind of feel tied to here. And when I said that out loud, she said, she looked at me. She said, maybe God is trying to prepare us so that when you move here, we'll be ready. And I looked at her and she looked at me. She said, oh, I felt that. I said, me too. And I let it go. Mm-hmm. Came home, wrote it in my journal, didn't say a word to my husband. 
Little did I know that coming months, things would start to shift in his business. And there's a, he has a uh, office here that things would shift. And we started realizing, uh, well, a week later, COVID happened, by the way, after that conversation. So I'm sharing all that to say this, what we began to realize is how much we enjoyed each other. One, yay. Two, that he now works from home too, um, as his office and his role started to expand and his um, company wanted him to come to Virginia more. We're like, okay, well, maybe we need to move to Virginia. Oh, and we have family there. Oh, and I have a friend there and a few. And so, so what happened for us is we got to expand the reach to our family. Uh, mm-hmm. and our friends. And so what I saw God do is shift our territory literally in the mm-hmm. middle of COVID and, and getting the house that we love and getting the space we need because both of us work from home now. We can't be on top of each other because <laughs> no, my husband talks really loud. You'd hear him right now. So 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 for me, we got to move. And then I'll say the second thing that happened in COVID is I think my husband thought I used to sit in my office all day long with my feet on my desk drinking a fruity drink because he would always try to give me stuff to do. And I'm like, I'm busy. So when we first started working from home, he was like, wow, you're on the phone all day. Uh, yeah, I, I'm working. So I think it gave him a new appreciation for what I do, too. So I, those are the two major things that COVID uh, did for me is really uh, connect us back to family here in the DMV area and as well as connect us to each other and then getting to move into a place we love. So I think that one of the things I'm picking up on self-care in the deepest form is really paying attention uh, mm-hmm. for example when you said to that lady that you were moving uh that you were in boston and that you know you were down here all the time and then she kind of said well maybe god's trying to move you here and you felt that one of the things folks about self-care that's so important in the call when you talk about this is mm-hmm. listening and hearing and then doing something about it or or being open to it um, yeah do, do you think that we're often closed off when our spirit tells us something and how can we do that better So, you know, we call ourselves human beings, but we're not. We're human doings. I think our problem Mm -hmm. is that we focus on what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do next? What do I need to do tomorrow? What do I need to do the next hour instead of sitting in our being? Mm -hmm. That moment when that woman said to me, I didn't start doing anything. I went, wrote it in my journal and said, if this is really you, Lord, I need you to do something. Mm-hmm. And little did I know my husband in the next two weeks, we get an uh, expansion of his in, uh, role in the rest is history. So I think it's sitting in our being. But at the same time, God does not want you to do nothing. Was mm-hmm. it faith without works is dead? So in other words, it, let me say it to you this way. Here, I got all this Bible in my head this morning. Uh, Sarah in the Bible, those of you that know the story of Sarah and Abraham, that God told Sarah that she was going to have a baby in her old age. I believe she was in her 90s. Okay. And she was like, oh, that's not possible. So she tried to make it happen. And she said, well, maybe I I need to give you my my handmaiden and maybe you need to sleep with her husband because, you know, maybe that's what God meant. So I think so many times we start trying to figure out what we can do with what we know when nine times out of 10, God has something bigger for us. So I think it's so important that you have that time and solitude to sit in being, whether that's journaling. I love that you go to your vacations and go to the beach away so you can get in solitude, especially when you're writing. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like when I have those moments and I'm writing, I feel like God just all of a sudden opens up a point of what I'm thinking is so much bigger, but you've got to sit in being time to get to it. Yeah, I think that's right. I, folks, the second takeaway, well, there are a few, but I like to break the show into segments, as you know, when we have guests like Nicole, because she's a teacher and she she's going to give you stuff and she's going to teach you how to not just think about it and sit with it, but then to actually manifest it in your life. And I think yeah. one of the things that's really important, as she said, this is one of those aha moments is sit with your being 
and she's so right. We are human doings, overdoings, over stressors, yep. over everything. And COVID made us all slow down. And we yeah. had a lot of time to process and to think because all of a sudden there was all this quiet and there was all this, nobody could do anything mm-hmm. but be home. And you had to make sure you were taking care of your kids if you had them or the other people in your house. But you had to find ways, like she said, not to be on top of each other, how to still carve <laughs> out some space for you. And I know for many of you, it was very dark. Okay, everybody, we're about to wind up. We've finished segment two, and we're going to go into segment three, which is going to focus on being with you and learning how to be still and learning how to stop being a human doing and really a human being so that you can, again, get back into that alignment, your assignment, your purpose that God has for you. Nicole's going to wrap us up here with some really good stuff that you're going to enjoy. Get your journals out, get your coffee, your tea, your wine, whatever you're drinking today, and listen and take notes. Let's go. Folks, welcome back to now our third segment. And uh, we were talking about just being with you, sitting with your being, and actually practice this thing called being a human being and not a human doing or human moving, human upsetting, human obsessing. Um, And so, Nicole, in this final segment, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about, I love this pulling the best you, is that what you call it, out of you? The best out of you, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, what, yep. t- tell us what that means, in the, and again, in the context of self-care, because this is a show that is all about self-care and self-awareness and self-love and self-value. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? And then tell us how folks can follow you, connect with you, and learn sure. more about you. So um, I'll do it in the context of something called uh, my brilliance framework. Now, again, I told you guys, brilliance is my word for purpose, like on fire, right? On, on bling. <laughs> so really what you've got to begin to look at Again, if 80% of your time is spent in the work that you do, you've got to get in alignment with God's assignment for you. And what I mean by that, before I give you the framework, you know, we all have DNA. I call DNA distinct natural ability. So God was really intentional with the, with the molecular structure that is you. No two of us. It's 2.4 or is it 4.2? I have dyslexia, so sometimes I do it backwards. It's 2.4 or 4.2 billion cells that make up your molecular DNA structure. And yet no two of us have the same. So if God was that intentional, then you've got to get intentional with how you live on purpose with purpose. So the brain's framework is four steps. So the first is what are you passionate about? What do you love to do? So those of you that are hating your job, you've either outgrown it or it's time for something new. You know, Michelle Obama talked about this in Becoming. She had matriculated through being a lawyer, went to Harvard, was doing great, was really great at it, but she hated it. So that just means I was over. It doesn't mean she was never meant to be there. It just means that her purpose was matriculating. Like we do through through school, we matriculate. Our purpose does the same thing. Second step is what are you proficient in? So your passion and your proficiency have to correlate. You can't be good at something and hate it. And you can't love something and not be good at it. Because then Mm. who would care? Who would pay you (laughs) to do something that you weren't good at? Right? (laughs) And again, uh, M- Michelle Obama, as an example, she was good at it, but she hated being a lawyer at some point. Yeah, so, so you got Right. So Which is why you matriculated out of it. And listen, yep. Kat, I love that you said in a conversation we had a couple years ago, I had a choice to go up or go out. Yep. 
And so you've got to choose. Do you go after perception or do you go after the position that's in alignment with your assignment? And, mm. and for me, when I was in Hollywood, I felt like something was missing. See, I loved my job. I loved it. I would have never left. But something felt off and I couldn't figure out why did I feel off? Well, what I realize now is that God was calling me to the next level of my gift. I do mm. the same thing now, casting <laughs> and producing. Now I put you in the right role in your purpose-focused business or, and or career. Mm. So same role, just different arena. So with that, the third step is what problem does it solve? Because ultimately what you do in this thing called life is not about you. So all of you that work a nine to five, you still are a part of an answer because the company you work for was created as an answer. The uh, answer I like to um, always use is uh, the iPhone, because, baby, if that answer never happened, I don't know what I would do, because I have an iPhone, an iPad, a MacBook, anyway. So, <laughs> so, so Steve Jobs definitely is an answer. And then the company that kept going, his legacy, is an answer. So how is your role in the company you work for, or those of you that start a business, your business is an answer to somebody's problem? And then the fourth P. If you are an entrepreneur, it's profit. Because ultimately, if you're not making profit, you can't serve more people and do more good in the world, right? And you can't eat, feed yourself. Even when you're on the airplane, they tell you to put your mask on first. So you need to feed yourself before you feed other people. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a nine to five, it's position because your position leads to profit. So either way, so that so you've got to really get clear on where you're out of alignment in those four areas and then get aligned. It's, it's, it's as simple oh. as that. A third mm -hmm. takeaway, and there are many sub ones, but the next third big headline here is alignment. And alignment is purpose. It is mm -hmm. awareness. Self-awareness, mm -hmm. I think, is the number one problem yes. on in this world right now. And that's, that's another podcast for another day, and we'll do that. Uh, because if you are not in tune with who you are, what mm -hmm. you, how you feel, the three questions of this book that I pose throughout is, what do I want? Mm -hmm. What do I need? And how do I feel? And those are questions yeah. that we don't ask very often, and they should be asked weekly, daily, regularly, because when you are aware, that's how you get into alignment. Do you agree with that? Yep, yep. And not only do I agree with it, but some people know they're out of alignment, but perception is in their way. You know, how am I going to tell people that I have this big cushy office, I have this title, I have this resume that I don't want to do right. this anymore? Right, right. Hey, my family thought I had lost my mind when I was oh, about mm -hmm partner in one of the world's biggest firms and I, I said I wanted to go and write a book and be, <laughs> be on television they still think I'm insane even right. though I've been nominated for a Pulitzer won awards all kind of stuff Books come on people's perception of you is that you are to be in these boxes and I opened mm -hmm. the book talking about the box the box yeah. which is how we all begin in a box we're defined yes. by our family by our DNA by our legacy I like how you redefine DNA tell us what DNA is again Distinct natural ability. I love it. L Listen, love my 40th birthday, my husband did a roast. And so he, of course, I didn't know this, right? So he and my mom were going through pictures of me when I was little. And he said to me after the roast, how come every picture you're talking? You're not smiling, you're talking. Well, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm only sharing that because all of us come here wired already. Yes. And then life happens or people do things to us yep. or people tell yep. us we're supposed to be things. And, yeah. and we forget who we are. Yes. This Last is thing I want to say, 
And the last thing I want to say is when I say every time I say we forget who we are, it makes me think of that scene in Black Panther. And I, I'm going to tell you now, you guys, I'm, I have a horrible African accent coming. So it's a scene in Black Panther when King T'Challa, the first time somebody tries to challenge the throne is Jabari, the bear king. Yeah. You can tell I've watched this movie way too yeah. many times because I know everybody's <laughs> name. But anyway, so so they're fighting and Jabari knocks him down. And Angela yep. Bassett, his mother says, yep. remember who you are. That's yeah. my horrible African accent. It wasn't and, too bad. <laughs> but then all of a sudden he just he remembers who he is and he jumps up i think all of us need moments where we remember who we've always been oh that's good stop that's an oprah aha that's a tweetable remember who you are the essence of self-care now you got me going is who <laughs> are you what do you need how do you feel we have become as you said at the beginning nicole this is a good rap at the end which is we're not human beings because being is a state of being in the race yeah. to be better or best. Do not miss the joy of being. And yeah. we miss that because we're doing shit all yep. the time. Yeah. Yep. And we're doing stuff <laughs> all the time and we are always busy and we're overwhelmed and we're drained yeah. tired and we're exhausted. Then we're pissy mates. We're not good lovers. We're not good parents. We're not good. Cause everybody's upset. Cause I don't have enough time. And mm -hmm. what we're saying to you today, folks, is that the essence of self-care is not just taking that day at the spa, which is great. It's not just getting a regular massage, which is good. Mm -hmm. It's not just the yoga class. Those are ways to rest and to find respite. But true self-care is the deep work we're talking about of who are you? Yeah. What do you want? And, what yep. do you need? And being unapologetic about it. Look, and being unapologetic about it. You don't need to apologize to anybody for being who you are. So, so tell us, uh, what is it that you're working on now that people can do and how can people find you and follow you so that they can learn the skills? I like to call them the tools in the <laughs> toolbox. These are emotional intelligence tools, by the way, yeah, to help yeah. you better. What, 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 how can we follow you and, and, and engage with you? So those of you that want to start a business, uh, I call it alongside your nine to five. And you already know I do it in a way that's stress-free. I'm not going to have you stressing yourself out. You know, one of the things I love teaching my clients is making money in your sleep because you can't wait till you, till you retire to start your business. You need to start it now. Or those of you that have already started your business, I'm talking about a service-based business. So lawyer, accountant, uh, real estate agent, you know, someone that uses their intellectual property, their mind to move someone's life or business forward. I have a two-day intensive that I do a, a couple times a year called Be The Answer. It's virtual. So I have one coming up March 18th and 19th, BeTheAnswerEvent.com. So uh, listen. For Sophia's listeners only, I'm going to do it like this. Ten of you, because I don't know how many people will listen. And and by the way, don't take granted, even if you listen to this a week later, you never know. Some people sleep mm -hmm. on their blessings. Send me an inbox message on Instagram, which I'm guaranteeing my Instagram, and I'll give you a $100 off code. Be the answer, event.com is the event. So follow me on Instagram. In Roberts Jones, I give ongoing tools, tips, insight. And then the last thing I want to say is NicoleRobertsJones.com is where you find all things uh, Nicole Roberts, my daddy, and Jones, my husband. <laughs> Thank you, Sophia, for having me. You know, I always enjoy um, getting to play with you. This has been so much fun. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to give you a final word here. But if you were to give folks an inspiration about... Mm -hmm. truly finding their purpose um, yeah. particularly if they're not young anymore mm -hmm. and at midlife which is an interesting season <laughs> a lot happens at midlife um how do we help help folks know that it's not over that there's still something left uh when they mm -hmm. get 50 plus if, mm -hmm. if they're like is this it am i done is 
I didn't get to be who I wanted to be. How? So first of all, you're not, if you were done, we'd already have been to your funeral. So first you need to have, be clear. You're not done. So, and, and again, perception sometimes makes you feel like what you should have done, but it's never too late. So to any of you that are listening, here's what I say about any of that. Again, when God created each of us, he gave us all DNA, distinct natural ability. He invested gifts and talents in you. So when you die and get to meet God face to face, what will be his return on his investment in you? Mm. that's good yep just that simple (laughs) i think that's a great final word folks what will be his return investment on you roi you know how we all want roi from the stock market how we want roi from our house when we buy it we are always looking for a return Mm -hmm. and what a great way to honor your creator on this self-care Sunday. And that's why I do this show on Sunday because it is, Nicole, by the way, a spiritual transformation. <laughs> so you can absolutely talk about God and scripture and what you did, but I think you worked all together. Folks, find this woman, follow her. How can they follow you at what? Uh, N, my name is too long. So it's the first initial N Roberts. Jones is my name on Instagram. But if you go to my website, all my social is there. So my website is Nicole Roberts Jones. Name on Twitter and, and do yep. you have a uh, yep. yep. Facebook is N- NRJ Enterprises with Nicole Roberts Jones. But you'll find all of it. If you go to my website, you can find all my social at the top of my website. Great. Well, Nicole, as always, it is a pleasure to have you. Thanks for coming on the Be the One You Need podcast. And I know our guests are going to love this episode uh, available everywhere you can get your podcast. And uh, we look forward to having you back again. Take care now. Thank you. Bye-bye.